So basically, we're building an Iron Man. Basically, we're building an Iron Man. No, I was gonna. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna ask you: Would you consider yourself a casual, like, gamer or movie watcher, or like? I guess you'd have to be more specific, right? Towards, yeah, like, specific like, one. like let's say, well, again, like MCU. We're talking about MCU right now. Whatever. Are you a casual MCU watcher? Sure. You think you're casual? I think I've maybe slightly of a more casual, not so to the point of. That's so funny because I think mania. a lot of casual watchers have told me that I like if I talk to them about, they're like, "Oh yeah, I love Marvel movies," and then I like talk to them about something something you know knowing more than i just know a lot about it because i like to look up and you like to look it up so we, we just enjoy sure. learning more about it and and i i tell a casual watcher at least the assumed casual watcher that i'm like yeah i like marvel i'm like isn't it crazy about this this isn't that and they were like fuck i didn't what are you talking about like what do you mean because like i'm talking about Stuff that may seem obvious to me, but it's not obvious to them. And like, that's when you realize it's not at the casual level. It's a little bit more than it's casual. A, it's definitely more than casual. And it's like knowing no, things like knowing where the, about the Infinity, Don- Infinity Stones earlier on and like learning about where they were mm-hmm. and learning at the, the fact that they're that. You know, like there's people who literally just watch Marvel movies and don't think about that stuff, which is, I'm not going to lie, that's pretty fucking crazy. But that's those people get to enjoy the movies, like just as movies. It's, Whereas we're like thinking about all this other right shit. so at that point that's when you're like okay i'm not a casual i'm just slightly more into it or slightly more in the fan i guess you start reaching fan level mm-hmm. which is funny you bring that up because i had that experience in during the christmas break last december when the last star wars movie in the skywalker saga came out i was with a group of people i won't give give out names obviously <laughs> And I I thought I was okay at Star Wars. I mean, I I know a pretty good amount. At that point, like Star Wars, I would say I'm a casual for sure. I'm not, in like, that, I don't know too much. No, 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 in general. I don't okay. know too much about Star Wars. I would want to know more, and I would want to learn more. So I try to keep up, right? I was with this group of people, and they were all talking, like, amongst each other. And this guy uh, came up to me. He's like, dude, How'd you like it? I was like, oh, I, I thought it was good. Or this stuff, this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I thought this was bad, whatever. And then he was like, did you like the part? And look, this is a great example. I can't even remember what he said because it was super specific and super supposed to be like amazing. Mm-hmm. He's like, did you like the part with this, this, and this, this? And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't realize it was that. That's true. And he's like, dude, I thought you said you were into it. Like he said that to oh, me. And I was like, wow like i was like no no no. it wasn't even an insult i did not take it as an insult i was like that but that kind of shit can be demeaning i was like don't like am i really i was like do i really like star wars then and i know i like it but i for sure do not know i'm gonna put it out here right now probably this will be right before we do this intro but don't we're, we're gonna not condone any of that shit here on this podcast do not put people down for not knowing enough or trying to get into something that they weren't into before that's that toxic shit right there. That's not fair. Not fair. And everybody should enjoy something the way they want to enjoy it. Um, clearly, people do judge. Except that they don't enjoy do. it like me. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I mean, like, the same way... I, like, when I said, like, people watch the movie and don't, like, get into, like, Marvel. Like, for sure. There's people who just watch. That's crazy to me. But that's something that people do. And that's, like, not a big deal. And I'm not going to... And this goes with any fandom, not just, not... like we said, Marvel or Star Wars or whatever. But hey, don't fucking shit on me for being really into it right now. I don't know. Anyway. S- speaking of podcasts, <laughs> thank you for listening to The Wrong Opinion. Howdy. 
I'm Juan. I'm Katie. And on today's episode, we wanted to discuss something specific and take a quick break from talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we will release the next um, episodes talking about Phase 3. But first, we want to address something which kind of relates to Marvel as a whole. Not really the Cinematic Universe, but even Just, the comic well, books I mean, it's, or it's really gonna franchise, be everything. I talk about all the stuff we're going through because I think some of the things that we argue off of or most of the stuff we argue off of has to do with this. So we're talking about things being canon and what that means. What canon means. Canon means that it's basically, well, you, you have better wording for it, right? Right. So let me put on my glasses. Let me dust off my book. Bitch, this is not ASMR. So for our listeners who don't know what canon listeners. means, just a quick little history lesson, two minutes, maybe less than that. Can you take 10 seconds, please? Yeah. The word canon actually comes from the word canonical. And it all started back... It's not that long. That's what she said. <laughs> it all started when I believe it was the Pope. No. The, no, no, I'm serious. It was the Pope that would decide back in the good old days uh-huh. what stories, proverbs, oh, yeah, anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that, was to be said and only said during church or like during mass, mm-hmm. right? So that was supposed... To be like the final say, the Pope had the final say in what was to be discussed, what was considered true, and what was considered to be not true from the Bible, and a new Bible was formed, right, supposedly. And that was called canonical. They would say, oh, the Pope said this is true, and the Pope said we can only talk about this, so let's make this canonical. That evolutionized, evolved, Jesus evolutionized, (laughs) please slap me after this, Okay. evolved into the word canon, right? We just... They just shortened it and they said, the word canon means anything that's supposed to be matter of fact, it is true, and it's sticking to its true source material. But that's re- where it but comes related from. related to universe, so like MCU canon to that like universe specifically. Obviously, like it doesn't mean that all the other movies don't fucking exist in their own world. It just means that they're not part of that specific storyline. That's mm-hmm. essentially what it means. The word canon has to do yeah. with storylines in any fandom, in any like pop culture okay enough enough thing. of the lesson we're done with the lesson <laughs> that's it that's what it is and it's become okay so we read an article we read we do those things um recently that my my dear colleague here juan you sent me um and it so re- for reference it was from it's from gizmodo but i think it's an io9 article so that's basically like they do like a bunch of like pop culture stuff articles things like that um and it's called Our Fascination with Canon is Killing the Way We Value Stories. And it's written by James Whitbrook. I'll put the description in the comments. Um, and that's super interesting. Just the title. Our Fascination with Canon is Killing the Way We Value Stories. So if you talk about like your episode two, j- just our past couple episodes, your whole... I'm shitting on you at this point, just so you know. Oh, I know because I don't agree no, no, necessarily no, no. with this. I think you just need to get the fuck over it. Anyway, I... No, no, no. You're saying I don't agree with this when it's true. It's happening to you. You literally, all of your arguments were based off of, oh my God, it's canon, but it doesn't fit in the thing. And it, this doesn't say the right thing. And this doesn't line up with that, which makes it hard for you to like the movie. That doesn't mean I don't value it though. Liking and valuing are different things. Hold on. What was the crisis that just happened recently with Sony and Disney? The Spider-Man leaving. Mm-hmm. And... That literally blew up the internet for like two days where they were just talking about 
oh my god, what are we going to do if Spider-Man's not canon? Are they going to not do... And that was the whole thing. It never said that there wasn't going to be any Spider-Man movies. It just meant that there weren't going to be any with Disney. So that means you're missing characters and this, this, and that. So it's just like, I don't know if I want to put that in the same view because I know canon... It basically means they could have gone off the rails with... And you you want to say it's nothing, but in in reality, it, it does have to do with the fact that like a lot of the writers and producers and people who made Spider-Man what it is would not be on it anymore. But, I mean, did it, would it, I mean, there's no really way to know if it would have changed it for real. But, I mean, it's, you can tell just in the way, like, for example, with Hulk, because you kept talking about Hulk, right? Hulk is not a bad movie, but you can definitely tell, I told you, it is a different feeling than the rest of the Marvel movies. And that's because it is a different, it was a different studio at the time. It was still Paramount. It was? Well, uh, Columbia. Well, it was Paramount. Okay, so at this time, it's just different studios or even just different people producing, doing all the stories, anything like that. It just makes a whole different movie and a whole different feeling. And I think that's what I personally was scared of to get in the Spider-Man movies if they had trailed off and, you know, didn't fix that shit with Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have sure. scared me. Because I was scared to get that feeling because I really, really, really loved the Spider-Man feeling for the MCU. It was just right, the amazing. the most recent one. Yeah, and like, you're, you're, I mean, Iteration obviously it's going to be the, the same actors or they're going to try and use the same stories or whatever you're saying they're going to do to salvage it. It wouldn't have mattered. It was still relatively different. Now, would I have not valued it? I really can't fucking tell you. I can't tell you, but I won't lie. I did look a little bit down on it. And that, that comes back to this, like, I mean, you can't say it's in the back of your head. Like, it's going to be something like, that's what I compare this, that this article with. This is the fact that it said something like that, right? Like, it's a devaluation of, like, something that you knew you love and you're like, oh my god, I'm watching Spider-Man movie, I'm gonna watch Spider-Man movie. If it was just made by Sony, you knew for a fact that something was going on there, um, a more than casual viewer would definitely take notice. Whereas a casual viewer might notice something's off but mm-hmm. not really like look into it and just be like oh it was a good movie which good for them but which is interesting because i i i guess reading this article interpreted a different way mm-hmm. so for example which your point makes sense you would value it since you actually like disney had it at a while mm-hmm. for a while sorry the spider-man character i mean for reference for listeners in case you don't know spider-man the character has been owned by sony for quite a while now mm-hmm. right and they just share the character with Disney. Disney does not own it and at all. And as far as the articles go, at least the explanations I've seen is that Disney did take over a lot of the the producing and stuff like that. They put a lot of their men on that project. Could be totally wrong and I'll look that up later. But So so this is the way I interpreted this article. If we're going to talk about canon, not canon, stuff like that. Going back, the name of the article is called, or is named, titled... Our fascination with canon is killing the way we value stories. I myself don't think it's killing the way we value stories. Where, so here's the thing. Okay, let's say the makeup artists, Mm -hmm. the set designer, and the writer of one part of the script Mm -hmm. make... A movie about Spider-Man. I'm, I'm going to use the Spider-Man example. I wanted to use a different one example, but let's just stick to the same one to not confuse anyone. Let's say they make a movie, right? A Spider-Man movie. They make it. 
it's released and a lot of people are like wow this is, this was very good like it was a very good overall Spider-Man movie then Disney comes along and, and they're like well actually that doesn't really go with what we had planned for Marvel's Phase 4 you can still watch it you can still enjoy it it just has no correlation with what we're going to proceed with yeah. Tom Holland over and here you know what's crazy well, ho- they made it on. sad though right they they made it very sad so so let me finish the the case so they're like you can still enjoy it. You can still watch it. But just know that it's not going to affect any of this, all this stuff. I don't think it's killing the way we value it. Some people are going to be like, oh, well, well, that sucks. But okay, at least I enjoyed it with that there. Casual. What I'm most concerned about, which at that point, it kind of relates to the value of mm-hmm. a story, yeah. is I feel bad for the set designer. I feel bad for the writer. I feel bad for the makeup artist. Okay. That's what I related to. So, so that's, I don't think that's it has to do. It, right? Like, I just feel bad for them. I'm like, man, they worked on it and it wasn't really. Okay. Like, so, that's what you think about, right? When you think about Marvel, when the non, you know, when a little bit higher than casual, what, what do we think about? We think about all this stuff that goes into it and we appreciate it for all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, if we wanted to really break down why we thought canon was annoying, I mean, that's a specific one, though. You're talking about Spider Man. That one had to do with people losing jobs for certain things and stuff like that that's different but what i think about is the fact that i told you the same thing about thor right why do we like thor he's that cheesy alien character that like doesn't know where he's at and he's like awkward and whatever so we were scared oh my god what do we do if we give him lose his personality is that what are we gonna give him he's funny now whatever spider-man i think right now we do love Spider-Man's character a lot, and that's really strong. So he's goofy, and he's got this like wonderful attitude, and he, everybody just loves him. But another big part of his character is his interactions with the rest of the the team. Like that was a huge thing, especially mm-hmm. in Civil War. And he first pops up, it was like, "Hey, Kane, you're from Queens," and all that shit. That was like such a big deal, and that was such a cute thing for ev- to see every single one of the Avengers react to a a kid. You know, mm-hmm. or even every pe- person of the team, Nick Fury, any of them in in uh, Homecoming, which we'll talk about in Phase Three. But you know what I'm saying? That was such an interesting thing to see, and that was something we lost. So that's very specific because when it comes to like the canon debate, that Spider-Man movie had a lot to lose because it was still like I know it's in the second movie and it was still strong character. It doesn't matter. He had so many interactions with the Avengers. He had so many things we were waiting to hear from that needed the Avengers and needed the rest of the group to know that it would have killed a lot of like just hopes, you know what I'm saying? And enough to make it to where it it devalued in a lot of people's places. But let's get off of Spider-Man in general. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Spider-Man is not even a good example to use because it's still going back and forth. For example, if we want to be very, very even dive in and talk about what's canon and what's not, Let's just stick with Marvel, I guess, for right now. I kind of don't want to. Oh, no, wait, for, we'll go off. We'll go off. For example, the Fantastic Four movie that came out in like 2013, that came out during the MCU, right? That movie is Marvel. It has nothing to do with the MCU. Do you think me not liking it and me not watching or choosing to not watch it, even though I did choose to watch it, <laughs> do you think that's killing the way we value stories? Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. And I do only because I think we... Like I said in all these movies, why you don't like phase one a lot, Mm -hmm. why you don't like phase two a lot, or why you don't like phase two as much as phase three, whatever, it's 
that whole thing, right? I told you the canon part of it. And this is my, this was my whole argument in phase one and phase two episodes. When you think about why you like them, it's that, it's that buildup, right? Mm -hmm. It's that whole like gradual, like I'm getting to this point and now all the team is together, whatever. And that's why that third phase was just fucking like, holy shit, I'm, I'm horny. Like, it's so good, you know? Okay. And you have to realize that that was canon. That's because everything is canon, because everything comes together and it's all yeah. the same story, right? But if you just watch a movie, just watch a story, just watch whatever you're looking at and don't think about all the other stuff, that's where you're going to really find the value of the story. Where now, you can't even imagine how hard it is to make a movie like that and really think about all that other shit you have to put into it. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard and we're shitting on them like Thor Dark World or any of those other ones that are like that. It's just, I'm not going to say it's not fair, but like you said, I mean, there's people that put a lot of work into that stuff and I still think, I still think it's fucking good. I still think with what they have, they did amazing. I, which, I mean, yeah, it makes sense what you're saying. The, and, and it can be the, the it, what you're saying, I, what I'm trying to say is that can be toxic. Which it states, it says that it references in the article that it's, that us wanting canon so much creates a toxic attitude. That if we don't get it, we're like, what Upset. the fuck? Yeah. And so a, a big one that I'll reference for that, for you to go into, is Star Wars. When Disney bought Star Wars, all these things, so many things that I literally spent hours going into, went non-canon. So, so just for reference, before the acquisition of Star Wars in 2013, when Disney bought Star Wars and owned Lucasfilm and everything LucasArts, before then, starting in the late 80s, there was a series of books called Star Wars Legends, and there was a lot of books that were released. Yeah. A lot. Which opened up the whole vast universe in the There's so Star many Wars universe. So many characters, like so many planets, existing. so many all that stuff. Like, a lot of people read those books, they loved them, they cosplayed, whatever. All of a sudden, Disney buys Star Wars and like, by the way, all that stuff you collected, all the stuff you read, all that stuff, we're going to scratch that and we're starting Clean Slate from 2013 onward. So what I will say is that they did scratch everything, but for sure, they did give us back a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, they took away all that stuff, but they did, the books that came out now are fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? The stories mm-hmm. that they've created are, are really, really good. And then stories that they keep creating are really, really good. So yeah. it's... It's like now, okay, but at the time... Well, they know who hired, too. We also have to give Disney credit. They know what they do, and they're good at what they do. There's a reason they own so many things. Mm -hmm. There's a reason they have so much money. They know who to hire. Mm -hmm. And there's better storytellers and authors than than there were in the early 2000s and 90s. Well, they have the money to do it. (laughs) Exactly. So we can devalue that. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm saying that's why. But at the time, just picture you're a big Star Wars fan. Boom. Bought out. All those stories are not canon. So you're not going to get any more off of those characters than you were given, you know? And even right now mm-hmm. with the whole whatever's uh, like Finn and Ray, all that stuff, you said there's no, there's going to be no more of them in the in cinematic universe no. at all. Mm-mm. So that was confirmed by Kathleen Kennedy. And so that's kind of, that kind of sucks because it's just like stuff like that. It's just, it's a craving, but basically... I think it's a culture that's right now. It's just a really big culture in a lot of things that we watch. It's that like it's just like everything needs to match up and line up and the characters need to reference each other randomly and make jokes and 
you need to hear the references. Well, if you didn't catch the references, you're not good enough. You don't know it enough. You don't know this. And it's it kind of forces you to start from the beginning no matter what, even if you don't mm-hmm. want to or like, Spend a shit ton of money. oh, if you want to understand this, you have to start from the beginning, which was six years ago, by the way. And they're like, oh, okay. Which is why I, have I, to start still like, I still love that there's YouTubers and places like that that really break down those things instead of being so freaking horrible about it. They're just kind of like, Here's what you need to know about this new movie. Here's what you need to know about this new show and stuff like that. And I think that's sure. that's something that we never... I think if you would have thought like years ago, would YouTube videos like that really happen? I don't think they... I don't think I would have noticed it because it's just years ago, if you weren't into a movie, you weren't into it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you have so many people who are like, damn, that looks super interesting. And clearly that production or like Disney or whoever it is, is making their content more agreeable to all audiences including casual yeah. watchers and all these casual watchers are like shit i'm gonna hop on that and now they have the resources the youtubers these people who have caught on to that what needs to be done yeah. and they make these shows that are like okay here's star wars explained here's this this and that you're like which is like a really good one that i like to watch which shout out to star wars explained it's a <laughs> youtube a channel that um i discovered not too long Discovered. ago, but it's been going on for a while and he just explains a lot of stuff about the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Very good guy. And so there's like, uh, there's so many shows that are like that pertaining to different franchises and it's so interesting because they're creating that different kind of community for it where you're sitting here thinking like, why are there so many more Star Wars fans? And it's because they just made a nicer community and that's what, I think that's what Disney did a lot with a lot of their stuff is that it's just like, this is not an exclusive, superheroes are no longer exclusive to nerds. Star Wars is no longer exclusive to people who are super deep in the internet and know only these books. It is for everybody. And that's awesome. And that's why I think I think that's why that canon toxic culture kind of emerged out of that because it was just kind of like, where are these people coming from? Like, why are these people here? This is our stuff. When it's, you should stop thinking that way. And then there's the other people who are thinking that positive way. Like, oh my God, I'm so excited. My friends are finally into the stuff. I like, you know, the stuff I like is, is now yeah. at the top, you know, like I never would have thought years ago that this stuff would have been that popular, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it also has to do a lot with trends. I mean, social media basically tells us, oh, this is going to be in for a good four or five years, guys, start liking it. Otherwise you'll miss out. And we're like, oh, okay, well, shit, now I have to do this so I can have a conversation with everyone. And to be honest... Like, to be straight up honest, when I think of canon, mm-hmm. the first thing I think of is anime because that's the most mm-hmm. like common thing it's used for. It 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 is, and it's a fact. And so that one is older, right? So like anime, <clears throat> the idea of stuff being canon, which we you're gonna bring up like filler episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Filler episodes are basically just episodes that don't apply anything to the story. They don't add right. anything on. They're just like your characters in a certain anime doing fun stuff like i don't know getting ice cream or going around however um some of the newer anime i mean i'm referencing just my hero right now at this point or at least some of the the best ones even like full metal brotherhood right that one doesn't have a lot of filler and if it does it's filler within each episode so that no matter what each episode still adds on to the story well it doesn't have any filler whatsoever actually yeah only full metal alchemist has right so so the way which one was better brotherhood right because it's just like it's seen as such a negative thing yeah so i mean yeah you're right the way i i've had this conversation with another friend of mine who was asking me about 
anime and he's like i don't watch it because it's cartoons whatever i laughed and then he's like no but seriously tell me like what's up why is there like people that like it why why is it so cool and all this stuff anime is only good if it sticks to the source material so what what does that mean the manga just like a comic book in america comes out first before they make a movie before they make a series before they make action figures or whatever mm-hmm. the idea gets printed on paper right and that's how the manga comes out in in japan sorry then a company production company decides to make it into an anime right but sometimes in order to have enough time to animate it they add random episodes with lower quality graphics lower quality content and it's just bad mm. The reason why a lot of anime have a lot of filler is because they decide to air it every week a new episode. Mm-hmm. And those are yeah. the basically those are the anime that have been going on for a longer time. Yeah. For example, Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto, known as the big three, those would air every week for years. A new episode every week. Well, I mean, you also have to remember right? there's still kid shows. Too. So, so well, like, you know what I'm saying? Aside from I mean, yes thing, and no. That's a whole other well, story. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? It, so, there's so you, another aspect to why there were filler episodes. So you brought up My Hero Academia and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which are great examples because they're very good. And they don't have filler. They don't have filler. Why? Because well, yeah. the company that makes the anime, the animation version, mm-hmm. they choose to take the manga, which is the source material, and say, these chapters are going to anime this year, and that's it. Not because they're yeah, like, oh, it time. doesn't deserve filler and all this stuff. No, because they themselves choose. The production company chooses to do that. Yeah. It sucks when the company does not choose to do that for One Piece, which is a very good anime, and it has a lot of episodes. They're like, no, 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 you know, a lot of people like it. It's literally number one right now. Let's just let's just start busting out episodes. So then you get an episode where Luffy's like, this is, I mean, this is not an episode, right? I'm just <laughs> giving an example. Where Luffy's like trying to catch a fish. The whole 22 minutes of it, it's just him trying to catch a fish. Like, of course it's going to suck. It's not killing the way we value the anime. We still love it and all stuff. But it's like, okay, yeah. we were in the middle of a fight. Some of the best and ones then have filler the episodes. people at the company decided to take uh, two weeks or three weeks off. So for the next two or three weeks, so- we're going to get random episodes. And it's like, come on, like... It's Here, not devaluing so the story at all. Here's an example of a really good, I think, because there are good filler things here. Um, it's not that My Hero doesn't have filler. It does have filler. It doesn't have filler episodes. Like, it doesn't have full episodes dedicated to filler. But it has many scenes and things that are not necessary, right? But they're still interesting and they're still, like, the stuff you wanted to see, right? Like, little ships between, like, characters that you want to date mm-hmm. or cute things cute interactions like oh my god they're in a show and they're in a rock band that's super entertaining and i love to see it however if you also think about it technically both of the my hero movies are are technically they're filler i mean i know they're canon. well not technically they're filler you know well i know but they're still like they don't add anything to the story but which still, makes them filler right and all it, they do it, is reference some stuff that's canon but mm-hmm. those are considered movies because it doesn't change any event but in the anime. But it doesn't mean it was bad. Right. So, like, it was which it was which great. is Which is why I'm making the argument that I don't think the fascination with canon is killing the way we value stories. It's just a matter of, like, well, it just sucks. I think but it's we're not, killing like, it saying, for like, a lot of people. But we're not saying, like, oh, man, I'm going to not like this show because it has this fillers. God damn it. I already wasted eight weeks. Like, I don't think it does that. I think it's just, like... Okay, I, I'm not going to watch for this amount of time. And then when it comes back on, I'll start watching again. Okay, but that's anime. What about 
any of these other things. What well, about movies? For, exactly. For, for my same, for You're the example that I used, for the, for the example that I used with Fantastic Four, I, I had no reason to watch that movie, but I chose to watch it. Why? Because it's Marvel, whatever. I like superheroes. So bad. So I chose to watch it. I don't think I devalued Marvel as a whole. Like Marvel, I didn't think I devalued it because I liked the MCU more. All I said was, wow, that sucks. And I feel bad for the people that put so much work and all this stuff because they're not going to make much money. Okay. I didn't devalue Marvel or the MCU so because of this one movie. Why? So, okay, here's one. DC is very devalued because of their lack of... Like fluid. Canon. Because yeah. of their lack of timeline. Because they don't have... At least... Well, yeah, but it has to do with canon. They just didn't stick to, I guess, the rules when it comes to making a story for canon things, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no fluidity. But then again, if you think about it, and the more I think about it right now, phase one, right? You said phase one is weak. Yeah. Why wouldn't this be DC's phase one, technically? And that's why it's weak. Right? Right. Wait, what, what were you asking? Sorry. I, I heard the question. <laughs> I just didn't process it, I guess. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking you in the eyes, but everything is coming out like the other year. And it's just... No, no. I, I heard the question very <laughs> loud and clear. I just... I was no, trying no, to no. analyze so, it. So what like, were you asking me? Like phase... The reason like when, when we're watching like movies, movies or we're watching a group of movies, at least when we're watching phase one of Marvel, okay. I wasn't sitting there thinking... I mean, I wasn't personally thinking these movies suck ass. I wasn't thinking no, that. No, of course not. But now you're like, Jesus, phase one is not that great. Right. But... I think the same thing with DC right now is that DC, these first couple movies have come out and this is their version of the MCU's phase one. Okay. This is their weak origin stories that will hopefully get better. Justice League was not bad. Honestly, Justice League was pretty good. Okay. You don't agree. I don't. Okay. But I mean, well, but but I'm but I'm listening. Go off on a whole other fucking. But That's you know right. But saying? I'm listening to what you're saying. Justice I'm League wasn't that bad. Like the same way you said you didn't like Avengers that much. Justice League is that same. Like it's all right. Mm-hmm. It gives you what you wanted. Okay. It puts them together. That's fair. That's a fair comparison. Right. And then like there is one good origin story, Hulk, and you compare it to Wonder Woman. No, I'm not gonna compare it to that. But either way, Wonder Woman is a really good. Yeah, Wonder I Woman's a good love DC that film. movie. That was a really good movie, and that's the same thing with. All those other those other movies, they're all a little bit weak. You know, Batman versus Superman was a little earlier on for us to have an interaction like that. Man of Steel was super good. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like things like that. It's we're we're getting mad about DC being non you know fluid or not not really sticking to canon or not really fixing their canon earlier on because at this point we've created such a high expectation and high expectation for movies like that and for things like that in general and that's why star wars was doing so great because star wars did not do anything crazy they put three movies out and they were like that is it and now we now that those movies are over now we're going to add our comics now we're going to add our books now we're going to add a, a whole another set of characters that they're, they're creating right now um that they're already done they in the did, high republic the high republic there you go which is supposed to be before uh Episode one, 200 years before episode yes. one. And it comes out in August. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's like, but you know how they didn't put them all out at the same time? Mm-hmm. You know, aside from timely things, like not being able to make them in time, they just took their time. Star Wars is going to be in your head for the next couple of years because you're going to see new things coming out all the time. Right. 
the same way Marvel was always doing that. Every year, you could expect a Marvel movie. Two, at least. At some least. years at two, some years at three. Right. And the same thing with Pixar. Always a freaking new movie every year. And it's just like stuff like that. It's just like we're going to fill your head with it. And it's just you're full of canon. That That's what we're stuck to. That's what we're in our head. So if DC doesn't stick up to it, shit, and you, we don't like it. You and know? you know what's funny? Wow. You just brought up something very funny to me. I just read the title again of this article. <laughs> the title of this article, sorry if I mention it a third time. It says, <laughs> our fascination with canon is killing the way we value stories. Mm-hmm. And you just said, you can expect to see a Marvel movie every year. And I follow with at least two or three. Mm-hmm. Actually, because I see this on social media, because what am I supposed to do with my life? Go on social media, of course. A lot of people that I've read, I'm not going to say names, don't even like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why? Because we see them every year. So they formed a canon. They formed a timeline, an MCU but because we know they're going to be there, they don't like it. Because now they're just summer blockbusters. Mm, okay. And I don't even think it's a... That's a different audience, though. That's going to be a group of people and, that you're never going to ever reach. Okay, so, so it says the fascination with canon is killing and devaluing stories. Well, at this point, the fascination with canon is also hindering itself. Because if you're putting out too much of it, mm-hmm. it's just going to become stale. Well, see, that's where I talked about the toxic people. It's those kind of people that... Not only are these movies coming out all the time, you have all these people going, don't come see Marvel and game if you're going to be allowed in that movie theater. Don't do this, this, and that, or whatever the fuck. Those people are also those toxic people that are ruining it for those other people to, to be just casual watchers. For example, we can mention Scorsese right now. He said Marvel's movies don't deserve to be in anything dealing with the Oscars. Right. right. Well, he called them amusement parks. Right. He literally related them to he amusement had two parks. Tweets about them. <laughs> like, and I understand what he's talking about, but I don't think he would have come to that conclusion if it weren't for the fact that the the fans pushed it so hard to be where it was. Like, where it is. I'm gonna bring it up. Black Panther getting a nomination. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't agree with that. No, not at all. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really agree with it either, but. That's because I wouldn't say any other movie is better than it. I just wouldn't say it's it was Oscar worthy. I think there's so many other movies. No, on no earth did it deserve a nomination. I, I don't think care it what was you just say. a good movie. And that's my thing. It's like, that's it. You know, whatever. And it's a Marvel movie. And I think that was where it got too much. Mm-hmm. Where there's another group of toxic people in that, you know, culture that's like, no, no, the Marvel movies are amazing. Now, don't fuck with me right now. They are better than a lot of other movies. Uh, sagas if we're talking about fun like fandom stuff they are one of the best fandoms movie wise yeah. um and i'm saying that because i saw a fucking stupid ass tweet about hunger games being better than marvel and i just want to scream the hunger games saga like all four movies yes okay and well no did it, you report the tweet i did okay i did immediately no it was actually it was it wasn't a tweet it was a tweet referring to hunger games not only just hunger games it was specifically talking about hunger games uh not hungry mocking jay part two the last movie yeah comparing that one i'm getting mad to endgame okay i mean it, there's no there's literally comparison. no comparison right so let's look at the movies on their own what the fuck are you talking about do you know how much work and and time and storytelling went into telling endgame and making it so good and such a good rewatchable fucking movie which we will talk about in our next episode because we're going over phase three so i'm not going to go into it 
and then compare it to a one-dimensional story like Mockingjay. Not to mention the fact that the Mockingjay or any of those fucking movies did not stick to the books by Suzanne Collins and did not give it the credit it deserved. Because those books are really good. The movie fucking... Which is like always a problem, right? I mean, I just Movies don't like Jennifer Lawrence live. also, so it's not even helping their case. leave her alone. Leave her alone. You know, it's just... That's crazy. But that's fine. Fight against it other other fandoms. Be... That's hilarious. Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. That's so funny. Lord of the Rings wins every time. Um... But then again, it's just like in their own ways. You know, Star Wars is just mm-hmm. a completely different kind of movie. Lord of the Rings is a different kind of movie. Marvel's a different kind of movie. And I guess, you know, if you want to debate about it, have fun debating about it. You know, like... Don't devalue anything else. Yeah, don't, don't make take it, credit from something Because Star Wars is a good movie. Lord of the Rings is a good movie. All these things are good movies. You know, and, and the thing is, Hunger Games is still not even that bad of a movie. But for people to devalue something like that Marvel came out just because you feel like it got too much hype. But then on top of that, people giving it way too much hype and pushing other movies out and pushing everything else. It's just like, it's a lot to really like even put into my head right now to explain. Sure. Because it's like, you're on, you're on either end, right? Like I don't want to shit on Hunger Games because on its own, it's still not a bad storyline, franchise storyline, whatever. It's super interesting. I know that utopian stuff was really in for a while where it's it's over with and I'm pretty happy. Um but like MCU is in and it's really it still is a really good story aside from being fucking plastered on every Twitter post and on everything on everything you love. It's everywhere. And I think it's just And you'll see it every year. There's gonna be toxic people in every single group posting all this kind of stuff. And I think, you know, as you as a watcher, you as somebody who really values something, instead of just shitting on other people and maybe just kind of spread why you value that movie so much and why you like that that thing or that whatever it is you're into instead of just you know using it that's why i still i agree with scorsese i do believe that it shouldn't have been an oscar i don't think those movies belong in there maybe endgame maybe well his argument was against endgame it wasn't against black panther yeah yeah a lot of people were upset that one, Endgame was nominated for Best Picture, and that Robert okay. Downey Jr. wasn't nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Well. And Scorsese commented on both of those statements. So, That's why. It wasn't to Black Panther being nominated. That yeah, was no, no, two yeah, years ago. That was a while back. It was just like, well, why should it be nominated for Best Picture? So that's my problem. Like, what do you is, mean? It took so, so much planning, 11 years since he's like, I mean, it's an action movie full of explosions and story but so that's not fair because it still is a really good script and he does same thing for robert Downey really jr everyone's like dude what do you mean amazing. he should have been nominated for best supporting actor and he's like i mean he so that, like, that's a new culture that's coming through right that's something we need to think about are the movies that we watch are all these nerd movies going to be included in oscar films or is oscars just making themselves like Oh, we're better than other people. Our movies are hard to understand and only have scripts and no action going on. Like, is that like something that's going to change in the new generation because of who we are as an age group? Because we value those movies as well as we value, you know, other movies? Like, I mean, let's be real. There's only been two superhero movies ever nominated for the Best Picture Oscar, which is Dark Knight and Black Panther. Out of the 92 years that the Oscars have been going on. So I don't think this is going to change anytime soon. 
I know, but it's still a thing to talk about the fact that like a lot of the people in the academy are very years, old men and we never know what the new group was think we'll never know what the new year is going to bring and you know that's the power of knowing is is what's going to get you the money or what's going to get you that oscar i mean it, it just depends on whatever you want whatever you're going to get into you know i can't know for sure i'm not in that industry mm-hmm. but that is an interesting to, to to keep in mind is that it could change and it's also something that they're fighting in general it's just that are the oscars really worthy of telling us what a good movie is or what isn't and i won't lie a couple of movies that are best picture are some of my favorite movies spotlight being my number one favorite movie slumdog millionaire is my favorite movie see and that both of which got best picture right and so maybe there's there's some exceptions for sure but other i mean like aside from that it's just movies are movies and people like different things and i think the oscars were created for those like high-end people or at least were evolving evolved into a group of like elitist you know and now it's becoming a whole other genre rather than becoming like a better than everyone else thing you know Mm -hmm. because it's just a genre of like those kind of movies and then there's a genre of the action marvel movies that are still fucking good sure you don't want to put them in the oscars i don't give a shit i still fucking love those movies but i that that's what i was trying to say is that scorsese i agree I, I don't, but then also I'm like, damn it, it was good acting, it was a good movie. But also I just don't like that kind of talk, you know? It's just like, why would... Like a, what you like. A movie maker like him would go out and say some shit like that, and it's just like, you, you mean a lot to a lot of people, and the work you do means a lot to a lot of people, especially the people who are working in the Marvel industry, actors or whatever it is. They probably look up to you, and you said some shit like that. Like, that's fucked up. But he also doesn't give a shit, because he's fucking... Scorsese, why, why God should damn. he? Why should he? <laughs> Basically, okay, I just want to finish off with said, the, the, the takeaway from all of this. Fuck off. The takeaway from all of this. Something has to do with a storyline, right? Mm-hmm. And that would mean it's canon. If you like it, awesome. If you want to stick to only the stuff that affects a certain storyline that you're following and that you like, go for it. You like it. Just don't devalue or... Try to be, make a positive community. Try to make a positive community if something does not follow that storyline. I'm so not saying hard. it's going to be perfect. And it's going to be hard. And I'm not saying, oh, you have to like it every time. No, I don't like a lot of things that aren't canon. If you don't like it, that's fine. Just don't take credit. Don't take the people that worked hard on that project or that specific thing. Don't, don't. Don't forget about them. And also. They worked hard. Those people and then the people who actually do like that movie. Or do like that thing, or do like that show. Don't shit on them. Only if it's Green Lantern. If no, that I was gonna say only if it's fucking Game of Thrones season last eight. Season, yeah. Yeah. At that point, that's those that, are both. If anything, that's what we exceptions. want you to get from this. That's the takeaway. There's canon. There's not canon. Both of which. Which one do you like? Do you prefer only one? Do you watch both? Right. Just I mean, don't devalue someone's work. Watch, that's that's all we really, want you to if do. If you really love something, you you'd watch all of it, and you'd really just. Take not what you can. exactly. If you really like something a specific fandom, you would do all of it. You would indulge in it and take in all of its material. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I mean, thank you for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.